The World Show with Nikki B. If you missed it live, catch the podcast on kaya959.co.za. Right now, I am joined by someone who's no stranger to The World Show. Mandla Malangeni, thank you for joining us. Uh, thank you for having me uh, on the streets and on the air. Um, always with Nikki, the one who always will show you some love and care. Oh, thanks. <laughs> we can make that into a nice poem. Maybe you can include it into your oratorio. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, Mandla, I'm so excited about uh, this project. And unfortunately, I'll be away. I'll be, I'm happy I'm going away. I'll be playing at Bushfire. But I'm sad because I'll be missing this. This looks like such an incredible project, the oratorio of a forgotten youth. Tell me about the concept of the project and when you'll be performing it. Well, well, definitely. The Oratory of a Forgotten Youth uh, takes to the stage on the 27th of May and aims to imagine jazz through the lens of poetry, classical musings, and the black consciousness legacy of South Africa. Uh, It's a collaborative endeavor that will culminate in an album launch and grand performance um, featuring some of Joyce's strongest forces within the jazz, classical music, and indigenous music scene. Um, And it will be performed at the Witzgrate Hall in Johannesburg on the 27th of May, and features the Brother Moves On, the Vivacious Sounds Choir, acclaimed, Sam, acclaimed sand artist uh, Tawanda Africa, esteemed academic pianist uh, and scholar Yonelam Nana, and the librettist by award-winning poet and theatre practitioner Leseho Rampoluking. Sounds absolutely amazing. But now this, this whole concept, this uh, is an ongoing concept for you. And what makes this particular performance different? It's an ongoing perfor- uh, uh, concept. Um, I started back in 2016 and has had many iterations. Um, we've brought, um, we've performed it uh, with the Cape Town Philharmonic Orchestra and bringing a slightly smaller um, and much more compact unit. I've recorded it with the, the Brother Moves On. And essentially, it, it, it delves into the classical world and also by actually examining the or, or, or appropriating what we call uh, the, the oratorio the art form of the oratorio and giving it a, a new voice and expression within the structural confines of, of of jazz. Well, that's so interesting for me. But also, you know, you talk about the integration of indigenous music as well. And, 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 and I bring that up because it's this concept of, I suppose, what is classical? Yes, uh, I gather yes. you're bringing classical music in, but do you find this kind of process also makes you explore the con, you know, the definition of what is classical? Well, uh, well, the music that we play is black classical music and um, stems from 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 a history of also dispossession, and also that found that's found that found its voice in, in a marginalized society. And because because of because of what because of historical because of the historical injustice that has always existed has never been recognised as such, and now that we have the opportunity to actually uh, program this kind of music or this kind of work in spaces such as um, the Witzgrate Hall, um, we want to redefine it as as classical music. And for us, we want to also bring light to the, actually the. The, the the current social injustices that are still happening in South Africa, and we want to speak to that and through that through our music. 
thank you so much for 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 saying that and for for keeping on addressing it and of course the album you're gonna have to come and join me uh, uh you know live yes. for a chat because what a beautiful album so you're going to be thank launching so the album as well yes definitely it will also be accompanied by a vinyl um, and if you want to know more about uh, what we're also doing, you can also follow me on the on my social medias. Uh, it's Mandla Ismlangeni on Instagram and Facebook. And you can also download the album on Spotify and all, all, all the digital uh, platforms where it's available. And yeah, be sure to join us on the 27th of May uh, at 7 p.m. And you can get your tickets on Quicket. Fantastic. And how much is it? Uh, it's going for 150 rand, uh, uh, a very affordable. Yeah, that's absolutely nothing. If you look at this incredible lineup, it's the oratorio of a forgotten youth, both the performance and the album. You've got to get it. Manla, I'm going to play one track in Kululeko off the album to give people a taste, make them hungry until yeah. you come on the show. Uh, why For did sure. you, you know, I said to you, I love this one, this one and this one. And you said, play that one. So tell me why in Kululeko? In Kululego, I mean, it's to remind it's to remind our people of the promises uh, of of our liberation movement and how and how many and how that we haven't they haven't yet lived up to the standard that they set themselves up to, and that we still in many ways are dispossessed by by them and and, and also by the inaction of actually um, creating a, a South Africa that belongs to all. Thank you so much. Mandla Malangeni joining us on the World Show. Do join them on the 27th uh, for this incredible performance at the Witz Great Hall, another amazing, amazing venue, the Oratorio of a Forgotten Youth, and off the album here is Nkululeko, coming up after this. Yeah, that one deserves a clap. Oratorio of a Forgotten Youth. That is the name of the brand new album from Mandla Malangani. Of course, as he said, catch the show at Witz Great Hall on the 27th. It's going to be something else. And the track is in Kulaleko. But right now, sitting with me is tonight a special guest. Welcome, as always, to the World Show, Bokani Daya. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. It's great to be here, as always. Yes, but Bokani, I don't, I, I don't even know where to start because <laughs> I've got this new album. I'm so, so excited about Radio Sajaba. Yes. But also, you've just got off the plane. Yes. And I've been hearing from little birds across the pond yeah. what incredible things you've been doing in the States. Tell us uh, what you, you've just come back. Tell us what you were doing there. Yeah, just arrived uh, on Thursday evening, so still recovering from from the jet lag which is a very real thing I'll tell you um, but I was on a month-long tour uh, mostly with my father Steve Dyer um, so we did some duo performances around the States actually so we started off on the West Coast and then uh, did some shows in New York in New York I got to do three nights of uh, my own music at um, the esteemed Dizzy's Club at Jazz at Lincoln Center uh, featuring an amazing saxophone player Melissa Aldana uh, we played some quartet gigs and also featured my father um, so yeah all around it was a really beautiful experience great to see uh, different parts of the states you know 
st- like places that you've only like maybe heard the name in movies and things like this, mm. like Arizona, Tucson, being in the desert there. Uh, got to meet some really amazing people. Um, Did yeah, you perform there in, in Arizona? That was our first show. Okay. Our first show was in Tucson, Arizona. Amazing. Um, so that was really great. Yes. Uh, and how did people respond there? Because I, I can imagine in New York, um, yeah. there's a lot of support for jazz yeah. and or the kind of music you and, and your dad would make. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, well, I think all around the States, I mean, there's a deep... Um, there's a deep connection to to jazz music. I mean, it's it's uh, it's a tradition that is kind of um, from America. So I think you know all all over the place you'll hear like jazz radio all the time. So there's there's definitely a big connection. Maybe not as much uh, in places outside of the big centers um, like New York, but uh, definitely there's 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 a big love for it. And we had a great response from uh, um, Tucson, Arizona. Um, especially um, and and most of the places that we went around to obviously it's the thing about people not being familiar with us yet and so we're still kind of in the building phases uh, yes. on that side of the world but uh, overall it was uh, uh, an overwhelmingly positive uh, uh, response and, and really amazing and from what I've heard it was amazing but I can't not ask you this question yeah. which is what is it like to perform? I mean, you performed here as part of Mahube with your dad. Yeah. But I mean, to go and actually go as a Jew, like Mahube's a project, concept project. Yes. You know, but yeah. it must be so special. Yes. You know? Yeah, it's really... I, I, it's, I feel like, I, I, as I'm asking you, I feel like I should be asking Steve. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we need to do a call in and, and, and see. Yeah, yeah. Uh, No, it's really special. I mean, really intimate experience. Um, and there's so much that ties us together, uh, you know, in life, obviously. Um, so even the stories we tell through the music that we're playing, um, even one of the album, the uh, tracks on my new album, Medu, um, is very much dedicated to um, you know uh, people who fought for freedom and we were playing that song on all our shows um, so yeah there are a lot of things that connected us through music through life and you know just to have that experience with him was um, really special special thing well you know speaking about that I was actually thinking about when I was listening to the album and there's a whole lot of like questions that came to my mind yeah but one of the things that came to my mind was that you that I wanted to ask you is, I mean, you grew up with, can I say, a, a unique kind of upbringing, if I can put it that way. Yeah. I know Steve went into exile because yes. he didn't want to fight a war that was senseless yeah. and and obviously lived, uh, um, you know, outside of South Africa and then returned later. Yeah. And... When I listen to this album, Radio Sechaba, yeah, and I suppose I've seen it in, in your previous work, but more so in this album, there's a, a, a strong connection with, or a strong awareness, I can say, yeah. about a, a spreading a socio-political kind of message. Yeah. Do you think that comes from the kind of upbringing? I mean, talk to us a little bit about your upbringing and where you grew up and so forth. Uh, yeah, I, I would say that it's maybe a thing about connecting dots. Uh, also, recently I completed my master's and my thesis was, uh, was the topic was um, how 
younger musicians like my contemporaries how they use their music to address social issues uh, so very much like a big part of my thinking for the past few years has been around that um, inspired by that quote that I saw by uh, Nina Simone who said that an artist's duty is to reflect the time so that kind of that when I saw that it got me thinking about you know how much we are doing um, or whether you know in my process I was doing enough to speak uh, to the struggles of a people and in South Africa with an interesting story where you know um, we achieved democracy in 1994 but still so many problems that can actually be traced you know to before that that like the kind of apartheid hangover um, so, yeah, a lot of my thinking has been around that. But I also think it's something that um, in terms of artistic expression around the world, a lot more people are thinking about, you know, the world around them and, and what people are going through and and um, lending their voice to the struggles of a people. So I think it's also uh, a trend, let me say, um, of of our generation to speak yes. more to, to sociopolitical issues. Well, you know, it's an interesting thing because I remember, you know, being a, around in apartheid, but yeah. also being an artist and working with uh, other artists and musicians and so forth. And of course, music was, and the arts in general, theatre, especially in this country, uh, you know, were a huge force in actually, uh, um, and I say, provoking uh, a democracy, uh, you know, actually helping to get to that point. Yes. And I suppose in a way, you know, when the new South Africa, the newly democratic, there was all this hope and we kind of like wondered what are people going to sing about now? Yes. You know? Yes. But now, as you say, it yeah. seems to be a return to that. Yes. Yeah. I mean, you know? music can function in so many different ways. Um, also, I mean, if you listen to like, uh, like Marabi music, um, a lot of the time it sounds really happy, which were, uh, you know, created in the most oppressive times of the, the apartheid regime. And sometimes you can ask, like, how is it that, you know, people were creating such happy sounding music? Uh, in in such difficult times, um, but you know, music can also act as uh, like a sanctuary, like a uh, an escape um, from you know the 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 challenges of your daily life. So if if life is so difficult, and um, you know, the music is also you know reminding you of your difficulties, it can be. Um, yeah, it can yeah, just can be. Get, it can get overwhelming. Down, so, yeah. so so you know, it can function you know, uh, in spite of and despite uh, its surroundings. So, As you're speaking, what comes to mind is one of your dad's uh, uh, great mentors, the late Jonas Gwangwa, because yes. he made music that I always say, um, you know, incited us yes. to have a good time. <laughs> <you know? laughs> yeah, but he also said, you know, in, in all South African music, you can hear the cry, even in yes. the happy sounding music. So, And Jonas uh, was a master of that. Yes, He yes. was definitely a master of that. Indeed, yes. indeed. But let's hear some of this music. There's so many more questions I want to ask, but the album... Is stunning. It's Radio Sechaba, and I'm going to ask you about the title when we come back. Okay. But I specifically wanted to open with the opening track, which is like an interlude. Yes. And because it's so short, I'm going to do a double play. Okay. Um, with uh, Mojaezo. Yeah, Mojaezo, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, and which is a different version to the single you released. Yes. Yes. Uh, which is uh, equally love. Yeah. Um, I'll, I, I, it's, a, it's going to be tough for me to choose which one to play <laughs> with. But tell me about. 
Be Where, where You Are, the yeah. opening track. Yeah. And then, of course, Mojaetso. Yeah. Uh, well, Be Where You Are is just a kind of reminder to myself, I guess, and to people who may need to hear um, about being present in the moment um, and not like... Uh, like trying to get out of that mode of regretting the past or worrying about the future and just being present i think yeah it's a great way to open because it kind yeah. of sets the tone yeah you know yeah yes. yeah and then Mukhayotsu, as you know is is a song that is um uh, critical of uh leaders who choose to enrich themselves when they're supposed to serve the people um so i have the line in there um give them power and they forget about the people um i think we felt that a lot we, we're feeling uh, that we're feeling it a lot um in so many ways and lots of artists are speaking about it just now when you're speaking to Mantla, he was also kind of touching on this point about uh where we are at as a society and how we've almost been betrayed so it's it's yeah kind of critical of of leaders who choose to um you know think of themselves as opposed to serve which is what they're supposed to do and why did, i mean the first version that you released as a single um, I'm sure around the time I could be. Uh, please correct me if I'm wrong, but you kind of said this is on my forthcoming album. Yes. So what made you give it a different, slightly different treatment? Uh, because um, I always think that I can do better, and then that's one one part of it. And then also the other side is that uh, during the process of putting together the album, I I, I came to the sound that I felt that I wanted which was uh, two trumpets, guitar, bass, you know, like a, the, the sonic of the, of the, the, like most of the album. Yes. And this kind of um, led me in the direction of trying to rework it to make it more part, uh, of, part of the sound of the album. Yes. Yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. Bokani Dyer on the World Show. With me, Nikki B. This album is astoundingly beautiful and charming and Thank inspiring you. and healing. It's a radio Sechaba and you're going to hear the two opening tracks coming up after this. Kaya 959 I've got to give it a big hand. <laughs> and that was headed by B, where you are, the two opening tracks. Bokani Dyer is with me. The album is a stunner. It's a radio set chaba. And actually, I was just asking Bokani off air, and I'm sure there's some people who don't speak Tswana who are yeah. listening, like myself. Yeah. And I was asking you about the meaning of... Uh, yes. Yeah, so Mokhayetsu means... Chaya, the word, means home. So it's like like person from my home so that kind of creates an irony in the song because you're busy asking this person who is somebody from your home i mean yes. uh uh you know we've had um in the democratic government people who are part of the struggle who have kind of taken the reins yes. and supposed to lead us in the di right direction but um yeah uh, people a lot have we failed to do with, so yeah, yes. yeah. So yes. this is this is kind of where it's coming from. Yeah, yeah. beautiful. Always been a powerful track. Yeah. And as I say, I still love the original version <laughs> as well. As I don't love one more than the other. Yes, <laughs> yes. <Okay>. So, <laughs> um, but uh, absolutely beautiful. Now, one of the things that really struck me about this album, yeah. Bokani, is you are singing 
I mean, you've you've always touched on your voice and your albums. Yes. But it's never been like a feature. Like pronounced like this, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so yeah. tell me about that process. What made you decide to go more lyrical? Um, well, I guess one of the things is I wanted to say some stuff. Uh, and as much as you can speak through the music, if you have like quite specific messages you want to say, um, you know, sometimes words really help to drive that home, you know, to be quite direct and specific about what you're trying to say. Um, but then I think, you know, the singing has always been in the background and it's something that I've wanted to do. Uh, and I never really felt ready. I mean, I don't really feel ready now, but I kind of just push myself to do it. Um, and it's something I enjoy and it's kind of where I'm at artistically. And yeah, I just want to like develop and, and go further into to that thing. So, so for you with singing, was it just something that you did, um, you just enjoyed it? Because it wasn't something you, you never studied uh, voice as an instrument. I didn't did study voice as an instrument, but uh, when I was younger, I was uh, like the first musical thing that I did was, was singing uh, at Yeovil Boys, um, where they started uh, a junior choir. And then I was part of that and then also um, auditioned for the 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 musical and they made me Joseph in the Technicolor what what <laughs> so you know I was singing quite a bit when I was in primary school and then um, it kind of took a backseat when I started taking instrumental lessons um, but it's always something I've kind of been interested in um, and yeah now it's kind of the time that I'm like trying to develop it further and as as having been previously an, uh, a predominantly instrumental artist yeah now that you're starting to incorporate the song, yeah, um, is it the song that comes first or the music or both? Um, that's an interesting one. Uh, it's it's both or, or it depends. It's a case by case basis. Sometimes I'll I'll ponder on a line like uh, like be where you are, like don't yes. fight with the moment, just be where you are. That's you know the line of that song. So yeah. that the 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 idea will come first um, and if I have an idea I'll just like write it down in my notes and then come back to it um, and then sometimes I'll have like because uh, also now it's the writing of lyrics and things like this I'll have like I'll start with one line um, like for the song Resonance of Truth I started with the line that says um, be careful not to run far from home so that was the first line that I wrote in the whole song and then everything kind of expanded from that. Um, so yeah, and then other times it'll be the music and then um, I'll kind of sing melodies and then write the lyrics on top of those melodies yes. uh, just because I think that process works better for me um, just to, to, to get the lyrics to match like a musical thing that I'm feeling. Yeah. Well, if I if I listen to that Mojaitso, um, which we just listened to, yeah. musically for me, there's the sense of urgency. There's this yeah. pressure, you know. Yeah. And, yeah. And, and 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 so I imagine with a song like that, the lyrics came later. Yes, yeah, Did they? definitely. <laughs> the groove was the yeah. basis, and yes. then I came with the lyrics later. It was sending that message of yeah. you know, kind of an urgent call, yeah. if I can put it that way. Yeah, yeah the definitely. pressure's on. The pressure <laughs> should be on. I hope they're feeling yes. it. <laughs> <laughs> we'll keep. We've got to keep making music it definitely helped yeah um, you know and it, it still does around yes. the world now there's a song that I played last week because uh, the album just just came out yeah and I know you released a couple of singles but I played it last week I love this track it's one of those tracks that I think opens it up um, you know and, and and I suppose that brings me to the next question I'm kind of overlaying things which is 
the definition of jazz. I mean, yeah. you studied jazz. Yeah. You grew up with jazz. Yeah. But when I listen to this album, yeah. it doesn't fit necessarily into yeah. it does and it doesn't. Yes. It does and it fits elsewhere. Yes. It's for me one of those albums where I say, well, it's music. Yeah, that's what I like. I yes. like that. I like that response. Um, uh, because for me right now, it's kind of important to um, to be myself as much as possible. And um, I think sometimes we have like this internal, external pressure or imagined uh, pressure to kind of go a certain way, like not to do something that's too... Um, or some, the, the jazz police will say, too <laughs> diluted or something like this. But yes. I guess... Um, I'm further along in my career for me to um, be bold enough to, you know... This is what I wanted to this say. This is what I want to do. Yes. And just do it, you know. Yes. Um, so I, I feel great that I'm in that um, that mode because it's a very liberating thing. Um, because, I mean, we, we listen to so much different music. And when I was growing up, you know, the stuff that actually got me to become a musician was not jazz. It was like what other people were listening to, but I was just drawn to music. And I said, this music thing is, you know such a thrill for me that's the thing that, not, so yeah not, that's the thing not to say and then you know yes. you go deeper into um the the learning of music and you kind of you know um get uh funneled into certain avenues because if you want to study music or at the time that i wanted to study music uh we just had the options of like jazz classical and I think the African music department was, was just starting. But as somebody who played piano and wanted to learn more about music and m make it a career, um, I, you know, I went to the jazz route. Yes. And then that, you know, gave me a great grounding in music and the history of music. Um, but it, doesn't, it didn't really cover, um, you know, all my interests um, were not covered in that, that, that course of learning. Yes. Um, so I think, you know, for me, this album is also like kind of reconnecting to the earliest influences of, of my love for music. Um, so, yeah. And again, even though I say it's not all jazz, it is all jazz. And yeah. that's... That's the beauty of it yeah, all. Yeah, because most of this music was influenced by jazz. Yes. You know, and I suppose um, you grew up surrounded also by the cream of jazz players in this country and elsewhere. Yeah. 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 I mean, I, I've Must known people like Brafea Faku, Bra, Bra Andy Leyanana since I was like probably like six, seven years old. Yes. So, yeah. <laughs> it's uh, definitely subliminally there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but this next track, and that's where I started with, Move On. Yes. I think it's self-expressive. Self-explanatory. Let's just play it. It's L absolutely beautiful. <laughs> it's a message for each and every one of us. Bokani Dyer on The World Show. And when we come back, I want to know more about the name Radio Sechaba. This brand new album. And be strong. Life is too short to worry. Don't try control it. Just move on. And be strong to move on. Kaya959. Move on. And of course, Bukhani Daya is with me. It's on his brand new album, Radio Sachaba. 
Bukani, the name Radio Sechaba. Yes. Well, tell us about Sechaba, but then I wondered where the radio came into. <laughs> you would be interested <laughs> yeah. in that. Uh, so Sechaba means nation in Sotswana. Um, and at the core of the project, um, I was thinking about ideas around nation building, um, thinking about the South African context where we are, um, and, you know, um, thinking about empowering messages, like messages of unity, um, because we have so many so much friction uh, due to like misunderstanding and people not being willing to kind of bridge the gap or open themselves up to have like kind of um, you know meaningful dialogue um, you know even in the disagreements to be able to have those conversations with each other I find that that's like this big disconnect where everyone just kind of keeps um, you know amongst themselves uh, you know amongst themselves and and, and uh not willing to have these uncomfortable kind of interactions um, uh, is 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 one of the things that I'm addressing. Um, but yeah, at the core of it, I, I was thinking about the idea of nation building. Um, and, you know, I, I just thought of the, the thing about a radio, like when you switch it on, um, like every radio kind of has its own agenda. So, you know, the agenda of this project is, is about like, you know, um, fortifying the spirit and and empowering each other and nation building and nation building yeah and i think that yeah it's so important right now i don't know how else to say it. now more than ever yes we've got to be looking at who are you who are who's my neighbor yeah. who is my community yeah you know yeah. we are one nation we all suffering from load shedding yeah you know yeah um yeah it's uh, uh, because even if you are the richest person and can afford a hundred thousand rands worth of solar you still got to get in your car mm -hmm. and sit at that traffic light that's got no lights yeah exactly that, uh, or know, when the, the water's cute, cut we're the all water. there you yes. know, at that yes. water place where we buy you know yes you know yes. yeah yeah it impacts on all of us and i think that is the key yeah so I'm pleased yeah. you said that about radio. It is. Let's broadcast this message. Yes. There yeah. we go. Yeah. yeah. Just interesting. You know, I wondered if you had any thought of starting an online radio. Radio Sechaba. <laughs> you know, I've been thinking about it over the past few days, actually. Um, and that's definitely a possibility, um, I think, you know. Um, or for a podcast. Yeah, yeah, something like a podcast. But yes. uh, definitely something that I'm thinking about. Um, yeah. Yes. Yeah. No yeah. good. That, let's leave it at that for now. There's nothing yes. in the works yet, but I'm thinking about it. Yes. For sure. Yeah. Now on this album you've got a couple of different people collaborating I don't know, yeah. we'll see how many songs we can play in the time Yes. Um, so you, 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 you uh, for me, so there's, there's various people, there's Yonela Manana yeah. um, there's uh, Damani and Corsi yeah. uh, and of course Seretsi uh, yeah. from, from uh, Botswana yeah. Um, yo, did you have, did the songs tell you who you wanted to collaborate with? Yes, kind of. Um, on, on the song State of the Nation, I, I wanted to collaborate with a, like a spoken word artist slash rapper. Um, and then I said to them, like, yeah, just speak about the idea State of the Nation and you're free to do like, um, my artistic direction was just like, just say kind of what's on your mind. It doesn't have to be like rap verse, but can be spoken, half spoken, half rapped. So yes. do um, your thing. Yeah, do your thing and, yeah. and uh, uh, give your take on it, you know, uh, without too much direction because, you know, all of these are artists in their own right. So you need to allow for some freedom for them to express themselves in their most natural way. 
You've um, chosen them for that reason, yeah, I suppose. Exactly. Yes. So so it was great to meet up with Damani while while he was here. I also recorded on his album. Um and I think he did a really great job, as with everyone else. I mean Yonella is amazing. Uh, yes. Well the question song. I had with Yonella was yeah. now I've got two piano players. Yes. Yeah. So now that's an interesting to yes. feature. Yes. Yes. Yeah, so that was interesting when we did the session because I had already recorded the uh the band. Uh I mean we were back and forth about the song and I, I messaged him and I said, Is this key fine for you before I recorded? Then went into the studio, uh, recorded the band uh, with the horns, bass and drums. Um and then when he came in, he's like, Hey man, he was about to do the 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 the, the singing part because that's what I wanted him for. And then he's like, Hey, I think it would be really nice if I play Rhodes on this. So he's actually playing Rhodes yeah. uh, uh, for the intro and for the song. So yes. yeah, it was, it was no, great. I love that. I yeah, love yeah, that. He's, he's, <laughs> he's amazing. I, I admire him so much. I think he's uh, truly an incredible artist. Yes, well, yeah. maybe we'll we get a chance to play that song. Because yeah. what's interesting, it's one of the songs that's... This album is a cohesive whole. Yeah. But there's also, as we say, these different flavors almost yes. yeah. that yeah. that come out. Some of them uh, kind of make reference to uh, South African jazz legacy. Yes. Others are like really fresh sounds that yeah. kind of set a new precedent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But no, I mean, yes. I was, I was, yeah, trying to be as free uh, with myself as possible, and yeah. And that freedom is definitely a beautiful quality of this album. But let's talk about the one that we didn't talk about now as a collaboration, Kenako. Yes. Which is again a new version of a new version of yes. the Kenako that was released on the Indaba Is project. Yes. Um, and yeah, I've. But I've, in fact, uh, sorry to interrupt, yeah. but talk to me about that because you said that this project came kind of. It was almost a synchronous evolution. Yeah. Tell us about that and who the album signed with and how this all came about. Radio Sichaba? Yes. Um, yeah, so uh, I got to meet uh, the Brownswood label through the Ndaba Is project, which we did like in, in the, the height of lockdown. Uh, very interesting recording process uh, because everyone was, was, was in masks and everything. So it, I think it was the first time that we were getting to all see each other. So it was a very... Um, kind of uh, healing experience to record and work on that album um, and that's kind of how we got connected to the Brownswood people and my management suggested recommended that uh, when I was done with this why not pitch it to Brownswood and see what they say and luckily they um, were, were you know they enjoyed the album and they said okay we, th we can see ourselves collaborating on this so based yeah, on Kenako, basically. Well, well was, obviously the, the association yeah. was was yes. was kind of you know started through Kenako, so that's how they kind of got to know me and um, and then yeah they heard the album and luckily they you know they enjoyed it and decided to take it on and that's kind of how it all yes. all happened all came together. Beautiful. Yeah. And tell us about this collaboration. Have you worked with Zeretsi uh, before? Um, I haven't worked with him a whole lot, but we we have been uh, aware of each other for some time now. Um, and he actually um, co-wrote uh, quite a few of the songs um, that I'm singing in Sizwana. He um, he co-wrote a lot of that. Uh, and yeah, it's just been great to work with him. And I, I really wanted to feature him as an artist as well. Um, so yeah. 
because he has his own unique style oh, yeah. as well. Of uh, yeah. you know, I love this version as well. I love the original. And yes. is, yeah. as I said, Bukhan, you give me problems now. <laughs> okay, depends on the mix. You don't have to choose favorites. Yeah, it depends <laughs> on the mix. What played of a four? Okay, I'll play that version. <laughs> Think of it nice. from a DJ perspective. Yeah. <laughs> yes, we are celebrating Bukhani Dyer's brand new album, Radio Sechaba, and this one is uh, a newer version of Kenako. This time featuring Seritsi and the Natives or Seritsi from Seritsi and the Natives yes. uh, on Bokani's brand new release. Mm-hmm. Kaya 959. Absolutely beautiful and once again I don't know. I love both the versions. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have to in future use my DJ uh, <laughs> skills to decide which one to play. But absolutely love that. Akenako featuring Siretsi from Siretsi uh, and the Natives. Bukani yeah. Dyer is with us. The album Radio Sechaba. Um, an absolutely beautiful, beautiful offering, as you can hear. And please do send your feedback. Uh, you can catch Bukani um, on social media as Bukani Daya. I yep. think most of your pages. Yep. Post it on the World Show and give me feedback as well, and I'll make sure that Bukani gets uh, to see it. Um, so, Bukani, you know, as you were saying, there's uh, you're going to be looking at performing this album. Yeah. Um, having quite a few collaborations on the album mm. how will you approach it when when you perform it well we've done a few shows um already and yeah we've just used the songs mostly that don't have the collaborations or adapted the songs where there is no collaborator of course yes. um, and you came with an interesting idea just now you know about maybe looking if we're traveling somewhere and there's there are other artists available to you know maybe see what take they you know what spin they could give to the songs that's totally something i'd be um open to checking yeah. out um because be quite interesting i mean i'm even thinking of kenako and yes. if you found somebody from somalia and holland yes. or whatever you yeah, know yeah, exactly. and get them to speak in somali yes. or, or, yeah. or whichever language yeah, yes. yeah. no yes. I, I would totally be open to doing that because these um, are much more universal concepts you're dealing with yes yeah yeah no concepts about unity and coming together um and um you know, actively, yes. you know, seeking to come together with people to, you know, create the change that we want to see. Um, yes. Yeah, I think those are definitely universal concepts. So, yeah. Yeah, no, absolutely. And I think we talk about this country, but the world yeah. is dealing with a lot. There's a lot of parallels, Yeah, if I can yeah. put it that way. Yeah. No, definitely. Uh, I think that even though I was thinking about the South African context, I, I believe that... Um, there are definitely a lot of parallels and a lot of similarities around the world. Um, and yeah, I think the, the message can translate. Yeah. Please take a moment to tell me about some of the other musicians featured on this album because it's really beautiful. I mean, yes. it's a rich, rich, rich lineup. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Um, uh, so I had quite a few. Like so, the the drummers featured on the album um, Tino Dambanunga, I think you say his surname, um, uh, Spelelo Mazabuko, um, Ligan Brida, 
um, some of the drummers, percussion players, Khunse Makene, Tlale Makene was on uh, Genako actually. Um, on bass, we had um, Shocks, Shocks on bass, uh, Tendai Shoko. Um, we had uh, Ameishi Ikechi who played uh, double bass. I'm not sure, I don't think he played electric bass. Uh, Benjamin Jeffter is also there on a song. Um, on guitars, we had Shane Cooper actually, because um, he's been playing a lot more electric guitar nowadays. Yes. Um, so he played some electric guitar. He played on Mohayatsu and I think uh, You Are Home. Keenan Ahrens also on guitar. Uh, and then um, uh, Julio Sigawuki Julio also on guitar. Yeah, a, lot, a big lineup, sorry. Um, on horns, no, uh, my main <laughs> horn player was uh, Tembiso Bengu. Um, he played most of the album. We also had uh, Luanda Gogwana um, and also in Double Zulu, actually, he played uh, some of the horn lines on there. Um, and then Lindas Kakane played saxophone. And my dad features on, on Medu, actually. This um, is an album which should be called Bukani Daya and Friends and Family <laughs> and Musical and Family. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, quite a lot of people. Beautiful. Yeah, yeah. 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 What a rich lineup! Yeah. Once again, I'm yeah. going to echo it. I just wanted to take a moment to give the guys some credit. Yes. Let's try and squeeze in two more tracks. So this yeah. one is uh, the one we spoke about earlier yeah. with Yonela yes. Manana yeah. um, and Rhodes on on Rhodes on Rhodes, yeah, and Ho Hutaloka. What does it mean? It means it will be all will be well. Fantastic. Yeah. What a beautiful song. We've got to play it. Yes. <laughs> All will be well. Bukani Daya, the album Radio Sachaba, it is available. Get your copy now. <laughs> I mean, the two of them, two of our greatest contemporary um, key and piano players, Yonela yeah. Manana, featured on that one, Ho Tlaloka. Yeah. Bokani Daya, thank you so much for such a beautiful album. Thank you. Yes, thank you so Radio Sechaba. You've got yes. to all go get it. Yes, please. And let me tell you, we only touched the tip of the iceberg. There's 14 <laughs> tracks on the album. Yes, <laughs> yeah. We're running out of time. And, of course, Brother George Manyosi is up next. And don't go anywhere because, uh, wow, with this precedent set with Bukhani's album. George is going to pick up smoothly and play some of the finest jazz ever. So don't go anywhere. Always a pleasure that George follows the world show. Bukhani, let's play a last track. Yes. This is uh, Medu. Yes. Tell yeah. me about this one. So Medu means roots in Sesotho, uh, but it was also the name of uh, an anti-apartheid arts collective that was formed and based in Botswana around the time I was born. Um, so, and my father was a part of this collective uh, along with like Wali Sirote and Brawili uh, Khositsile, uh, um, Jonas Kwangwa as well. Um, and yeah, it's, it's a tribute to them and kind of, you know, connects you know uh, my roots as well yes. um in music to my father so this one is dedicated to the people who fought for freedom some people fought with weapons some people fought with saxophones or trombones uh, so this is a dedication to um the fighters for liberation 
Thank you so much. Thank you. Thanks for the album. Thanks for joining us. And of course, thank you for listening to The World Show, whatever else you do this week. Make sure that you keep shining. And of course, keep it Kaya. Every Sunday from 6 to 9 p.m. on Kaya 959.